the show, we were taking a look, though, at where, you know, Patrick Mahomes is at and the weapons that he has. We've talked plenty all year about the offensive weapons. And I think at one point we even brought up, like, man, how many other teams would, would you switch weapons with? Well, now that it's the playoffs of these playoff teams, how many teams would you swap wide receivers, running backs, tight ends with? I think that this is actually a really nice testament to Mahomes' season a little bit and what he's been working with. Because I think the answer is maybe two. And, and by the way, end of list. Um, I, I think it's maybe two. Like, let's get the ones out of the way that you know that if I just said straight up, and I mean all skill position, let's include Isaiah Pacheco and Travis Kelsey in this. If you took all of their offensive weapons and you said, I'll let you straight up swap with anyone in the postseason field, would you trade places? The only two I think that you would consider are the Houston Texans. Partially that's because Tank Dell's out now. Sure, sure. And the Pittsburgh Steelers. It is not 49ers, Cowboys, Lions, Bucks. Anybody want to take the Bucks? Anybody want Mike Evans? Because it's well, like one big star, right? Yeah, but it's Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, man. Yeah, I know. I can't. And, and Rashad White's pretty good. Uh-huh. So it, yeah. I think the Texans, right? Nico Collins is having a hell of a year. For the Texans. He's got one year left on his deal after this. But, you know, and Dalton, they're tied in. Dalton Schultz has actually had a good year. Like, that's the yes. tricky thing. And that's where you speak, you know, you back up a little bit and you look at Patrick Mahomes and what he's been able to do still, you know, and. Because, again, it's not the Rams. It's not. Is it the Packers? Would you take him over the Packers? I don't no. think you would anymore. Because really? they, they Christian Watson is running healthy. backs are all hurt. I might have rather they're Pacheco now, than the running they're, backs. So I love Pacheco, but they got two of them. You know, they got A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones. Both are healthy right this second. And Christian Watson's back from the hammy. And we all have seen Jaden Reed come on and turn out he's going to be like a yeah, very popular very fantasy football player next year. He helps some people this year on the waiver wire even. Like, he, he's going to be a big-time, I think, receiver long-term for the for the Packers as well. Yeah, I mean, the Texans is the one where you would you would think about it. Are you sure the Steelers, too? I mean, George Pickens, Deontay Johnson, Pat Fryermuth, both of those running backs. I think, okay, so Kelsey's definitely better than Fryermuth. Correct, yes. And, like, they have talented wide receivers in Deontay Johnson and Pickens, but they're so flawed. They're so deeply flawed. Like, one has drop problems, one has teammate problems. Like, I think I'd still take the Chiefs. Like, if they just made me choose between the two, I understand why somebody might make the argument for the other side, but I'm also not a big believer in Najee. I think Jalen Warren's the better back out of those two. I think Najee's just like, he's good for three and a half yards of carry, and then we all just move on with our lives. Browns, maybe. And Joku's really good. Obviously, Amari Amari Cooper? Cooper, Amari Cooper's really good. But outside of that, I mean, they have, they have David Bell, uh, who's, I mean, David Bell's been a, a guy that they've thrown to on a regular basis. They don't have anybody. And Chubb's out. I mean, but they have Jerome Ford. It's concerning. Uh, it, I'll, I'll be honest. It is. It should be probably concerning to us that we have to think this hard about it. Like Elijah Moore yeah, would have been, been the second story. leading I, receiver. I'm not, in this I'm not team. that concerned about it because it's been the story all year. Sure. We, we know the key for the Chiefs to win playoff games. They're going to have to lean on their defense. That's the best, if not the second best, in football. And you still have Patrick Mahomes. You probably are going to need a little Mahomes magic. Not necessarily this Saturday, I don't believe, but going forward, you're going to need some of that Mahomes magic if you're going to beat the Bills or the Ravens. And Travis Kelsey. Let's see if he's fresh and healthy. I think he's going to be. Uh, that that day off might turn out to be a huge, huge thing if this team goes on a run, if they go on a run, uh, of course. And I think against the Dolphins, I know Mahomes was talking to CDOT yesterday and mentioned he thinks they're going to have to hit one of these big plays down the field to win. 
he may not be wrong. I, I actually think it's the Dolphins. If they, if you know, it's the same story, right? The defense plays great, and if they avoid mistakes, I don't think they have to have like a sixty-yard touchdown or no. a sixty-yard pass completion to win against the Dolphins. I don't. They not, didn't the last the, time. They the haven't had of, any of those. It's this also year. not the style of what I think the game's going to be because of the weather. Uh, this weather could not fit better for the Chiefs. Not even just talking about their opponent, the Dolphins, but what this offense is this year and what their defense is. Doesn't like does, it, it can't fit them any better. I actually kind of liked what Ross Tucker had to say um, where at the very least, like, you know, sometimes when you're like, Hey, what are the signs that it's actually still going to work out for a team? Cause this is what happened with like other blessed franchises, right? Where things just go great for you and everything in between, which is like, God, of course your offense is just no good, but it just so happens to perfectly align where you have the best defense in the NFL, the best defense that the chiefs have had in a decade more. Right. In a really, really, really long time, you're like, boy, that is convenient timing. How nice of that to line up so well. The, you know, like, and this is where I wish the Chiefs had maybe gone to the draft a couple of times for wide receiver, because this has been an incredible rookie receiving year. Not, not just setting Puka Nakua aside, who obviously set the record this year. <laughs> Nobody, I mean, that, um, that one's just insane. And Rasheed Rice, who, by the way, finished second amongst all rookies in receiving this year. But Addison and even like Laporta and Zay Flowers, and you mentioned Reed. I mean, it has been a, in Tank Dell, it has been a really big year for rookie receiving numbers and how many guys have been just immediately impactful. I just, it it's scary that if I start choosing the other teams to trade with, I wouldn't trade with hardly anybody. And especially in the AFC, it'd be almost nobody. But also, like, if you made me trade defenses, would I trade defenses with any of these teams? The only one you'd probably consider is the Browns, and I still wouldn't take it just because I'm comfortable with what they have here. Yeah, as we started the show, talking about locking down number one receivers and, and Tyreek Hill obviously fits that bill. I mean, they've done that consistently, not just once or twice. They've done it eight different times this year. Legit stud number one receivers have been, you know, really shut down by LeJarrius Sneed and company.